Hey listeners, welcome to the fourth episode. The poem about which we are going to talk about is a small poem yet interesting. So without wasting much time, let's start. Poem consists of 14 lines and I'll break into 8 lines and 6 lines. So let's start. Starting with lines 1 to 2. Death be not proud though some have called thee mighty and dreadful for thou art not so. Yeah, before starting explaining, let me tell you that in this poem death is referred to a hooded guy who carries a sickle like it's a person. This form of poetry is called apostrophe. So continuing, Dunn tells death that although people are afraid of him and that he might do terrible things, Dunn isn't afraid. So Dunn is gutsy enough to order death what to do. Dunn tells death not to be proud and that some people are mistaken to be afraid of him. Let's go to lines 3 and 4. I hope I am clear. For those whom thou thinkst thou dost overthrow, die not over death, not yet canst thou kill. Dunn puts emphasis on his words when he tells that death is mistaken for his past. He starts showing pity to death as if death has been some dreams crushed and now needs cheers. Dunn uses Christian beliefs to prove that death is just a medium for people to pass to the eternal life as if death can't kill people. Let's go on to lines 5. to 6 from rest and sleep which but thy pictures be much pleasure then from thee much more must flow dun compares death to sleep and rest which gives us pleasure sleep and rest pictures are watered down version of death pictures the poet tells that if rest and sleep gives us pleasure then death will gives us more of that pleasure a small para yet interesting isn't it let's move on to lines 7 and 8 with which i would complete this session so and soonest our best men with thee to go rest of their bones and souls delivery best men poet compares best men to martyrs doctors and the good men who sacrifices their life for others he believes that these men would follow death to the afterlife where death would deliver their pure souls from the pain of earthly life he is sure that these men would get eternal pleasure before everyone else poem becoming downright sneaky as we move on to lines 9 to 
but before that i should complete this part of the session thank you and if you like it we'll see you in the next session from lines 9 to lines 40 until then if you like it please consider giving it a like and following me on the platform you are watching thank you so much welcome to the second session of the poem that we left in line 9 that is death be not afraid moving on lines 9 and 10 thou art slave to fate chance kings and desperate men and dost with poison war and sickness dwell the poem takes a slight turn in line 9 as an example of a patriarchal sonnets dun becomes more hostile towards death comparing him to a slave and calling him by different names he tells that death doesn't act on his free will but act on the orders of fate and chance like when a person decides to suicide the person robs death of the only card it can play dun claims that death dwells with losers like him and that is poison war and sickness indeed a big paragraph isn't it but we have to move on to lines 11 and 12 and poppy on charms can make us sleep as well and better than thy stroke why swellest thou then lines here conflict with lines 5 to 6 where poet tells that death is more pleasurable than sleep or rest but now he tells if he needs live sleep he can get that by simple use of drugs very briefly poppy is a kind of star that gives pleasure but turns the skin yellow demolishing death's claim to be a sleeping aid speaker puts death to place telling him not to swell with pride let's come to the concluding lines of the poem lines 13 to 14 one short sleep past we wake eternally and death shall be no more death thou shalt die metaphysical poets are generally masters or survives ending he returns to the idea of sleep which gets a little complicated here because he gives a time frame and that's short sleep it's believed in the christian mythology that all of the people who die goes to a temporary sleep until the judgment day and then they would wake up to travel and enjoy the pleasures of heaven so the final words of the poet here are death thou shalt die so guys with this i end my poem and my lines so if you like consider giving it a like and follow me on the platform you are watching thank you so much your host tanya
welcome to the first part of the poem i'm going to discuss it's death be not proud but today i will not start with the poem directly this part of the session would include the introduction of the author who wrote the poem and that is john dun so let's know about john dun born in 22 january 1572 in london england and died on 31st march 1631 at the age of 59 his occupation was poet priest and lawyer his nationality was english and he did his alma mater from oxford university his zone was satire love poetry elegy and sermons subject was love sexuality religion and death his literary movement was metaphysical poetry he was the most independent of the elizabethan poets he revolted against the easy and fluent style of the followers of spencer he aimed at reality of thoughts and vividness of expression his poetry is forceful vigorous and in spite of faults of rhythm often strangely harmonious considered the master of metaphysical conceits and extended metaphor that combines two vastly different ideas into a single idea often using imagery his work are also witty employing paradoxes puns and subtle yet remarkable analogies dunn's pieces are often ironic and cynical especially regarding love and human motives his poetry represented a shift from classical form to more personal poetry common subjects of dunn's poem are love death and religion dunn noted for his poetic meter which was structured with changing and jacked rhythms that closely resemble casual speech thank you so much i know this might be a little boring but you know what's coming on is interesting so be with me until then if you like it please consider giving it a like and following me on any channel you are watching thank you so much